0: you are unique there's no other person on the planet who's exactly like you and you were created this way on purpose the bible says jesus came to give us not just life but life to the full this podcast is dedicated to helping you learn about who god made you to be and how to live life to the full we're so glad you stopped by welcome back friends thanks for joining us I'm Emily Honey, here with my lovely co-host and mom, Charlie Glenn. Hello. So thankful, as always, to have you all with us. What are we going to talk about this week, Mom? Well, this week, we
1: are going to finish up discussing how the different types are reacting to and dealing with this pandemic. Last week, we discussed types one through four, so you can go back and listen to those if you missed it. And today, we'll finish up with
0: types five through nine. Fantastic. Before we do that, though, we're going to do our one good thing. And also, like, should we call it one good thing or should we just do good things? Because you've said more than one last time, and so did I. So I think maybe we should just go with good things instead of one good thing. Well, I agree. Okay. So let's do our good things first. Mom, what are your good things this week? I really enjoyed sunshine.
1: It's not that I'm not thankful for the rain, but I'm getting a little tired of the gray skies. Mm, So I'm, you know, sunshine is something that I was just one really good thing because I could go on walks with my dog and my grandsons.
0: Nice. Sounds good. And then everybody's gotten their exercise and have their endorphins. That is a good thing. It's a very good thing. I think my good thing would be that... My husband, Jeremy, has been helping me set things up for like the Instagram account and all kinds (laughs) of I hate learning programs and I hate learning how to do things on the computer because I'm like such an old lady inside. So he's been helping me learn to do that and that's been really, really nice. So I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, he's really super supportive. He's of this. so it's- supportive. He called himself the hype man today, um, <laughs> so I thought that was great that he did that and super true because he is definitely the hype man, and I love that. And he's my good thing, so that's that's mine for today. Yes. Yeah. So let's jump back in. Why don't we start with talking about fives? Okay, fives are
1: the investigative thinkers. Their core desires are to be competent, capable, knowledgeable, and insightful. Their core fears are being ignorant, invaded, annihilated, obligated, and incapable. A five's social battery life is much lower than the average person. So at first with this whole new situation with the pandemic, Fives may have really been enjoying the new norm of social distancing. They didn't feel the pressure to have to go somewhere extra and be with more people. But right now, it's possible that they are feeling stuck at home with others who invade their space and deplete their internal resources. This situation is possibly forcing them to be around people in ways they haven't in a long time some of the things they're dealing with is where do I go to recharge everyone's at home I can't (laughs) get away and be by myself and so this could make them feel like it's like a catastrophic depletion of their battery is happening so how can we help our fives ask them how is your internal battery and then ask them how can I help you set up a time to have privacy and recharge It's really important to mention this to fives because then they know that they are understood. Also be clear with your fives about what's helpful for you because they can then be prepared. They don't like to get caught unprepared. Mm -hmm. So always clarify with them what your needs are so they can plan ahead and, and be prepared.
0: Yeah. And if they're not used to that, like internal battery language, that's, I mean, kind of a, I feel like kind of a weird thing to say. If someone was like, what's your internal battery? Like Emily, I'd be like, I'm sorry, what? But (laughs) I'm just saying, it seems weird to me. I don't know. I would, I would say something more like, like, how's your energy level? Do you need to be alone? Like, do you need to go somewhere? I would I would use the word recharge. Do you need to go somewhere and recharge by yourself? Do you need us to leave so that you can recharge? Um, so yeah, I would just probably replace the internal battery language because I feel like that's a little bizarre of a thing to ask a person, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, and I can really relate to fives because I have a five wing and I have found that to be one of the hardest things during this time is just having time to be alone. And just have kind of a minute and some quiet, especially with small children, it's really difficult. And some people may not feel that because they may not be sheltering in place with people. They may feel extra lonely right now. But if you're with people and you're a five or a five wing, it can be depleting for sure. um, Energy wise, just because of constantly interacting with people and not getting a break. So Just ask for help. Yeah. Just ask for help. One of the things (laughs) I do is ask for help. (laughs) Like whenever I need time, I I just ask my husband and actually he's really good at noticing when I need help. So he'll take the boys and go outside and take them on a bike ride or something like that. So just asking for help and saying, Hey, I really need some time alone to just decompress is super helpful. Um, and it's don't also expect like people around you. If you're a five, don't expect them right. to notice that,
1: unless right you really know each other well. Right, I mean, that yes. took
0: years of. That's what I was about work. to say. Years yeah. of studying me to realize like she needs some time alone. She needs these children not to be in here being loud. Because I also don't like a lot of like I'm very weird. I don't really listen to music very often. Like I I like music, but I like for it to be quiet. So like they leave and I. S- at home in the quiet. So probably some other people can relate to that. So don't expect your people to notice if you're feeling overwhelmed and need a break. Just like ask them like, hey, can you take these people or can you leave or can I leave? You know, obviously in a kind way to get that chance to be alone and recharge. So yeah. And just watch if you have a five in your life, just try to k- kind of be a student of them. That's how Jeremy's figured out me. Is just watch them and see when they start to get frazzled. Like I start to get real snippy about like wanting things picked up and he notices that. And he's like, I think he goes through a checklist in his head. Like, is she hungry? Is it dinner time? Is she tired? Like you do with a toddler in your <laughs> mind. <laughs> um he does that with me does she need some time alone in the quiet <laughs> so same kind of thing applies it's the same for big people as for toddlers it's fine True. but um yeah just kind of go through that mental checklist and even ask them like hey do you do you need that break so be a student of your fives so that way you can be helpful to them and then you can be helpful they can be helpful to you by letting you letting them know what you need too just like mom said So whenever I am feeling like I need a break and I just can't get it and I'm overwhelmed by what's going on, um, I really take comfort in the verse Psalm 37, 7, and it says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I actually have it up in my house as like a constant reminder for me just to seek my rest in the Lord. Because if I'm resting in him and I'm actually praying and spending time in my Bible every day, then I am a lot less likely to have my battery depleted mom than if I'm not spending (laughs) time in the word and praying. So I would encourage fives, especially to do that because If you're a believer and you're a five, resting in the Lord is going to be one of the best sources of renewal and refreshment you can have. So speaking of me, let's talk about sixes.
1: Yes, let's talk about you because you are a six. Your primary personality type is a type six. The sixes are the loyal guardians. Their core desires are to have security, guidance and support. Their core fears are being without security, guidance, support, being blamed and abandoned. So right now it's possible that sixes are responding one of two ways. The first way is they may feel like they have prepared for this their whole life and they are ready to take action. Usually, in a worst-case scenario, the sixes are calm because they have been preparing for it.
0: Right. We think about those all the time. It's yeah. always popping up in our minds. Just exactly.
1: constantly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, this is a much bigger picture in the world today. And so it's possible that instead, they feel very unprepared and anxious because of looking at the big picture and seeing all the worst case scenarios. So this can be a very, a time of a lot of anxiety, a lot of feelings of being overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. thinking of the worst case scenarios when it comes to keeping your family safe and right, you know, social distancing and all those things. Mm -hmm. So how can we provide support for our sixes? It's really important if you know you live with a six or you know someone that's a six to check in on them, ask them what they're experiencing, ask them how they're doing. Even ask, are you able to take care of things? Are you feeling overwhelmed and anxious? And don't judge their anxiety. They live with worry every day of their life. So instead of judging them, Sit down and work through things with them so they don't feel abandoned. That way they don't feel alone in it. And that hopefully will help take some of the anxiety off of them. But for goodness sake, just don't pacify them and tell them, oh, it's going to be okay. They
0: can see right through that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. One of the best things that my husband does, uh, again, as a student of me, is that if I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed about something, a lot of times he'll be like, okay, what are actual things we can control in this situation? So what are actual things we can do to prepare for it? Um, Or uh, what are things, like he'll take things off my plate and be like, what are things?" he can do, ask things that he can do to help prepare for that. So um, actually, as a six, I've gone back and forth between those two things this whole time. I've been like, yeah, it's fine. I've got this. I've got it covered. I've been planning for this my whole life. I've been thinking about the worst case scenarios since I was you know, a kid. Uh, And then there have been times, especially ordering groceries for me, like that I've just felt panicky and anxious and overwhelmed. I'm like, I can't get a grocery order in and nobody has any toilet paper and just like working into a frenzy. And so one of the things that Jeremy did in that situation with groceries is he was like, I will get up early. I will be at the store when it opens. I will take the list. You go through the list with me the night before I will get as much as I can on that list. And he did. And it worked out fantastic. Like we got basically everything we did eventually find toilet paper, you know, things like that. So it's very helpful for me at least, and probably for other sixes to have someone take like on the responsibilities that are causing the anxiety, if it's something like that. So that really helpful. And then one of my favorite sets of verses that just been one of my favorites since I was like 14 years old are Romans 8, 38 and 39. And they say, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the new international version. And this is just such a comforting pair of verses for me and reminder for me that no matter how many changes take place and how many things fall out of control and how few rolls of toilet paper we have left and whether or not I'm prepared, God is still in control and nothing can take me out of his hand. And that is just so comforting to remember um, and so helpful for me to remember when my thoughts are spiraling and I get anxious. So um, hopefully if you're a six, you can be comforted by this also. And if you're not a six, you can remind the sixes in your lives, like, you know, I'm not trying to pacify you. God is in control. Maybe we can't fix all these things and I don't know it's going to be okay, but he knows what's going on. He's not surprised by this. He's not surprised that we're running out of rice or whatever it is, milk, eggs. He sees that and it's going to be okay because he's going to take care of it. So, Just to
1: interject here, I think uh, we haven't even talked about this, but uh, something we can do Mm -hmm. with each of the personality types that we love that are in our homes or our friends is to just sit down and take time to pray for them. And I don't just mean in the quiet of your own home. I mean, for some of us, we feel comfortable and maybe you can learn to feel comfortable calling them up and just saying, I just want to pray for you right now.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And saying a short prayer over them that they can hear. And that's just so encouraging to a lot of people. So I just, you know, thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, definitely. I know how helpful it can be when we're frazzled and forgetting that God really is in
0: control. Yeah. And it's just, prayer is so powerful. So to, and especially to have someone pray over you is, is very, very powerful. So that's a great idea, mom. Great suggestion. So let's talk about somebody other than me, because that would be great. So let's look at sevens. Yeah. We're going to talk about Jeremy, your husband. Yeah. My husband, he's a
1: seven. He is an entertaining optimist, and it's always so fun to be around him. Always, always fun. you're always fun. It's
0: fun like ninety percent of the time. Okay, okay. Well,
1: seven's core desires are to be satisfied and content. Their core fears are being trapped in emotional pain, deprived, limited, bored. Or missing out on something. So I think it's interesting to think about these sevens during this time. It's very possible that your sevens are, you as sevens, or that your friends and family who are sevens are struggling with being trapped and missing out on everything in the world. I mean, Everything, every opportunity that was out there, things have been shut down they 're closed yep. and it 's really possible they are feeling trapped, and you know maybe they feel stuck in their core fears and everything they 've ever feared you know the the whole maybe emotional pain of someone they know is ill or mm. Somebody's friend has COVID, or you know, if it gets
0: or financial difficulties, oh, yes, yeah, oh, yeah,
1: so they could be trapped in emotional pain, which is very difficult for them, yeah. Um, obviously, they're feeling deprived and limited and bored and those things because of things shutting down, but with the internet, it is possible. They are going to have a trip planned and paid for in the future, maybe nine (laughs) months from now. Don't be surprised. Maybe 12 months from now. Pack your bags, be prepared. You all may be going on a trip and or they may be going alone. (laughs) Right. So, Because also during this time of being stuck in their core fear uh, and having no outlet they may be stuck at home with family and they're not used to being home with family and having to deal with them all day long. So just a lot of stress for the sevens right now. If if you see your seven and they're not having fun, mm-hmm. uh, I would say it's probably true that they are stressed out. Yeah. So work with them, come up with alternative ideas that are fun and exciting Make life at home fun, camp in the backyard, hang a sheet out. And if you have a projector of some kind, have movie night in the backyard if the weather's good. Yeah. Go to places like the cemetery. Right. There's a place where there's, you know, no graves, go run around and play tag and play catch and things like that. Or, you know, Go read headstones. Look for etchings. Just making it an adventure. You, <laughs> I just thought you could even hide something and have a scavenger hunt at the cemetery. You totally
0: could. It could be yeah. like um, clues, and you have to read the headstones to find the prize at the end. Yeah. Like you have to find.
1: And remember, we we have all respect for the cemeteries, right. yes. but it it is. Just a little side note, you know, death is part of our lives. It's a really hard thing. There's a lot of grief going on right now. But yeah. for some people, it could be a place of joy and fun and just remembering all those who went before us.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Especially as believers. Yes. Especially as believers. So, uh, yeah. And there are other places you could do that as well. Like there are parks. You could even do it in parking lots around um you know empty schools or churches because you know they're not meeting right now. So you don't have to go to the cemetery just cuz mom is cemetery adjacent in her neighborhood <laughs> doesn't mean that's a that's a great idea for everyone there's not really one close to us. So we'd probably go to like the school we can walk to that's in our neighborhood that there aren't a lot of people over there cuz it's closed. So we could do that close by. Yeah and Like mom was saying, sevens probably, if they're not having fun, they're probably pretty stressed out. So it's just, it's great to find the fun in this time. Um, And if they are finding the fun in this time and you're not enjoying this time, try not to like squash their fun because I know that for me, if I'm struggling and I'm anxious or not having you know, a good day or, or whatever, I'm worried about something. And Jeremy's his normal, cheerful, excited self. It's easy for me to be angry at him (laughs) and to take it out on him. And what I really should be doing is trying to see the excitement that he sees and trying to enjoy the things that he enjoys because um, he's actually really good at or been really good at seeing like the, uh, the good side of things. So it's possible that being with a seven, they're the cheerful person. They're the, they're the happy person right now. That's also possible. Like they could be finding the joy in things for everybody else right now. So, you know, if you have a seven who's doing that, just encourage them in that and say, you know, thanks for keeping things positive. Like I'm really having a hard time and I'm really glad that you're able to see things as a fun adventure. Um, and if they're not, you know, like mom said, try and make it a fun adventure for them because that's what they like is fun and adventure. So a good verse for sevens is Jeremiah 29, 11. for, I know the plans I have for you says the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And God knows what's going to happen and we can hope in him for the future after this. And we don't know what that's going to look like. And actually this might come out after we're done socially isolating or distancing, whatever we're calling it, but there's still going to be emotional ramifications. There's still going to be things going on. So these things are probably still applicable at the time that this comes out, whether you're Um, sheltering in place or not. So we don't know what the future holds. Only God does. And we can hope in him for that. So let's uh, move on and talk about eights. Okay.
1: Eights are the protective challengers. Their core desire is to protect themselves, probably at all costs. Their core fears are being weak, powerless, controlled, harmed, and at the mercy of injustice. So how might AIDS be reacting to the pandemic? Well, I would say probably their initial reaction is they are ready to conquer the virus. They're gonna do everything in their power to protect themselves, their friends, and their family. So that is a great attribute of the AIDS. They are amazing at plowing a path for everyone else. Uh, though in other times in their lives, they may plow right over everyone in the path. So you have to kind of see what's going on in their lives. Mm, Yeah. Um, but right now they may be trying to make a path for you and the stress in this pandemic situation is they feel like they can't, the restrictions due to maybe lack of supplies or testing kits, really riles them up because it keeps them from being able to maybe do some things they can do to help protect. So they're experiencing frustrations right now. The possibility of being limited at how they can protect when they can protect that type of situation. So be sure if you have AIDS in your lives to come alongside them and thank them for what they can do to help protect us, what they want to do to help protect us. And if opportunities begin to open up where they can take an active part in protecting themselves and you and others, really consider whether it's safe and let them go do it if they can. Give them freedom to do something that will help protect
0: yeah, definitely. I mean eights can have a really rough exterior yes. and seem very um like gruff and mean and that kind of thing, but they're really very sensitive on the inside. And that's why they're so Gruff and brusque sometimes is because they are so sensitive. They're protecting that sensitivity, um, and if you're close to them, they're going to protect you as well. So that's one of the reasons that they're in such protective mode is because they are actually quite sensitive and vulnerable, and um, and and do fear that a little bit. Fear being vulnerable. So uh, they're probably feeling if they feel unable to combat the virus right now or unable to protect and take care of the people that they love right now, they're probably feeling some of their core fears coming to fruition. Um, And that's really hard for anyone to feel those core fears coming um, to the forefront. They just
1: really don't like to feel powerless. And I'm sure some of these restrictions have put them
0: in a situation where they definitely feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So we already used this verse in the last episode for ones, but I think it's probably equally encouraging for eights and it's second Corinthians twelve nine, And it says, but he said to me, he being Jesus, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. So eights can rest in the fact that when they feel powerless, They know Jesus and he has all the power and control their weakness. He is strong in, um, so they don't have to be afraid of their lack of power because we can put our trust in his power. Also a great verse is Psalm 28, seven and it says the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song, I will praise him. And this, uh, is a good verse because you can encourage eights to trust in the Lord and to lean into his strength. So let's finish up with nines. Wow. We've made it all the way to nine. I know.
1: And I am a nine. Yeah. I know that for me, I'm rather introvertish and I don't want a lot of attention. Great. to me. She's absolutely loving all of this attention from
0: the podcast. (laughs) It's her favorite.
1: This is way out of my comfort zone, but that's what God helps you do when he gives you something and lays it heavy on your heart. He, through the power of the Holy Spirit, gives you the strength to do it. So I am living proof of that. I am a peaceful mediator. It's, it's really interesting when I found out I was a nine. At first, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. That's not me. I'm not like that at all. But as I learned more and more about it, as I studied the Enneagram, I realized that I, wow, I really am. Nine's core desires are to have inner stability and peace of mind. Our core fears are being in a conflict, loveless, separate, overlooked, shut out, and in discord with others so as a 9 i am very people oriented i love people i care about everything about them if you and i were to meet today i would want to know all about you i would want to pray for you i truly do care about people so it's very it's true she does my husband always said i attract well, he dogs. always said, "Kids and dogs," but yeah. it's really people. It's all people. I really do love people, and uh, I, I just make them a part of my life when I meet them. The problem right now with the pandemic and how nines react to it, we can fluctuate from it's going to be fine to the sky is falling. The sky is falling. <laughs> the worst thing in the world is going to happen. And we go dive into our bed or we escape and lose ourselves in television shows or movies or books because all the information on the pandemic is overwhelming to us. And it creates a whole lot of pressure that just builds up inside of us. So we, when anything in life, not just the pandemic, when we begin to feel that way, we just want to shut down. The sad thing about shutting down is that we tend to shut out our relationships as well when we shut down so try to recognize if you have nines in your life right now that it's really hard for them to express themselves part of that is because they have all this pressure built up inside and relationships are really important remember so they're afraid to express themselves because they don't want to spew everything out on you and cause harm to the relationship so just talk to them about um give them a safe place to express themselves and don't fix it don't try to fix it just let them vent don't take it personally um Also, one thing about nines is they tend to perceive that they don't have anything important to say. So that's another reason we need to encourage them to talk because they are valuable and they do have something to say that's very important. So be sure to work with your nines and help them to express themselves, to keep the pressure off. The encouragement is just wonderful They just need a safe place where they know they're valued and loved and that what they have to say is important. So just keep that in mind as you deal with the nines around you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that another good thing, just like mom suggested earlier, is just to pray for them and with them uh, over it, especially if they've confided in you and told you, you know, the things that are causing them pressure instead of trying to fix it, just pray over them about that if you feel comfortable with that. Because that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, God's the only one who can take care of that. Uh, So that's definitely a great thing uh, to cause, to provide, not cause, to provide comfort for nines as well. Being a safe place to listen and uh, to to provide spiritual comfort by pointing them back to God. So a verse that would be great for nines is Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28. And it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's Jesus talking. And again, we've talked about this, and this is just so appropriate probably for everyone, that God is our rest. We all might feel weary at this point. Either we're still sheltering in place when this comes out, and you know, we're maybe disappointed or weary because we didn't get to start going out like we thought we would, or we are going out, um, but maybe it's limited, or maybe now we're fearful because we're afraid of getting sick now that we're going out again, or maybe we're super ecstatic about it because we've been tired of being at home there are lots of possibilities for how things can go in the next few weeks when this is released. So I think it'd be great for all of us to remember that God is where we can seek our rest and our comfort from. And especially for nines when they're feeling that pressure and that overwhelming uh, sense of just, I guess, anxiety maybe, or worry that they can lean into him. So I kind of want to, wrap things up a little bit because i think we have two major takeaways from this show and last that we want to leave you with the first one we've just mentioned it over and over again so if you haven't figured out that we think this then i don't guess you've been listening but the first one is that <laughs> god is in control
1: True.
0: and we believe that wholeheartedly that no matter what our fears are or what our number is that he is still able to redeem what's going on, to redeem all that he's allowed, like we said last time, and that he's still in control. This pandemic, like we said before, not a surprise. And he has placed us in this time, in this moment in history on purpose. He knew we were going to experience this. So God is still in control is the first takeaway that we have from these uh, two episodes. And the second one is that you know your people better than we do. We may not know any of your people at all. Right? We might know you, we might not know you, but you know your people and you might not know their numbers, but you can look at them and um, observe how they're acting and maybe kind of guess at it. Um, but the verses and the things that we've suggested may not be the best verses or the best things to do for your people. So think about and pray about your family or your friends or whomever it is that uh, you are sheltering in place with or meeting with uh, via the internet or however on a daily basis or regular basis and be a student of them like I suggested earlier and encourage them in ways that are appropriate for them. Pray about the, what you should do to encourage them, and God will show you and give you words and give you verses and even actions for things that you can do to help. Those around you and love those around you well, and even to take care of yourself during this time. And that's really the purpose behind this is that we just want to encourage you in this time to let God be in control and to encourage those around you. So we hope that you've gotten those two things from these past two episodes. And if something we've said is helpful, some of those verses or some of those suggestions, great. And if not, do something else <laughs> don't do those things <laughs> that's fine we are not experts on your people you are experts on your people so so true
1: well we are so thankful you've joined us this wraps up our look at how each number may be reacting to the pandemic next week we will go back to what we originally planned to do and Ooh. we will Talk about the history of the Enneagram and start into an overview of the Enneagram so that we can each understand ourselves a little more, understand how God made us, strengths and weaknesses, and just lots of great
0: upcoming information. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. That's at Podcast, And hopefully we'll have some content now that my husband helped me out with all the things and stuff that go into posting for this type of thing. <laughs> and we also actually have a Facebook page now. So go over and like us. It's Podcast. also. Uh, if you're not on Instagram, you can like our Facebook page and go to whatever your uh, podcast medium is and give us a five star rating if you found this helpful and enjoyable and give us your feedback we'd love to hear from you and uh, Yeah. We'd love for you to do that for us. It increases our visibility. If you not only give us a rating of stars, but also a comment so that maybe other people who are interested in this and wanting some encouragement, some help and some understanding about who they are in the Lord can find it. So we'd love for you to do that. That'd be really helpful for us. You can also go to tandem.coach to learn more about your personal uniqueness. So mom, tell us more about that. Well, it is my coaching website. Please don't forget that through
1: May the 14th, if you book any coaching sessions having to do with the Enneagram, the price is only $19 per hour as per the usual price of $60 per hour. I would suggest setting up a free 30-minute consultation first so that I can address any questions and we can get to know each other and really determine which sessions would be most beneficial to you.
0: Well, I think that's everything that we have for today. So let's go ahead and I will close us in prayer and we'll talk again. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that no matter what happens, you are in control that through global pandemics and things that are happening only in our lives trials that are specific to our situations that you are on your throne and you're in control and that you are not surprised by our cir- our circumstances or what's going on or what we're feeling and that we can bring our difficulties our Anxieties are struggles to you, God. Thank you for being a God who sees us and a God who cares. And I just pray that we would use this information to go out and to care for those around us that we would be kind and loving to the people in our lives, whether they know you or not, whether we know their Enneagram number or not, God, I pray that you would help us to spread the good news uh, about your son, Jesus, to the people around us, especially during this time when people are open to it, Lord, we just love you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to share with people and just pray that you would bless our words and Use it even though we are broken people. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you all next week. Hey, friends. One last thing. We mentioned the discount for an Enneagram coaching session with Charlie That's going on right now in the show today. And I just wanted to reiterate that that's a $60 an hour long coaching session for only $19 as long as you sign up before May 14th. So we hope if you're interested, you can take advantage of this discount and learn more about your personal uniqueness. We'll talk to you later. Bye.